we are here for a reason, that we are all so unique and no one can do what you can do the way you can do it. And someone is waiting on you. Welcome to the Add Valued Entrepreneurs Podcast, where we're on a mission to end entrepreneurial unhappiness. If you're an entrepreneur with a burning desire to change the world, this podcast is for you. We're here to help you transform your life and business so that you can achieve the freedom and fulfillment you crave. This show is dedicated to entrepreneurs who want more out of their life, more meaning, more purpose, and ultimately, more happiness. You deserve it all, and it's possible. I'm your host, Robert Peterson, pastor turned life coach for business owners. I believe that success without happiness is not true success at all, but there's always hope for those who are willing to take action. Join us every week as we bring you inspiring leaders and messages that will help you on your journey towards success. Thank you for investing your time with us today. Let's get started. Ashley Faye Brandstetter is a best-selling author, inspirational speaker, coach, and successful trailblazing serial entrepreneur whose extraordinary grit, drive, perseverance, and determination have helped her to not only transform the life of her own family, but also the lives of thousands of people around the world. Originally, the creator of Ashley Faye Designs, a booming shopping network featuring over 20 businesses and boutiques. She's since turned this mega influence into her entire movement through the Embrace Your Ambition experience, which she now co-owns. Her greatest passion is inspiring others to live their best life. The power of a dream sometimes starts with a negative balance in the bank account. Ashley Faye Brandstetter shares how desperation becomes her first driver to start her business. Then her success led her to become an inspiration to others. Now she's a global speaker passionate about inspiring others to their own greatness. Oh, thanks so much for joining us today, Ashley. We'd love to have you just start us off with telling us your story and how you got here. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, so <laughs> it's like, where to start? Where's the big story? But um, yeah, today, you know, I, I'm a speaker and I'm an MC and I get to travel so much and host events, but it wasn't always that way. Um, after my mom passed away, I really felt stuck and broken and I didn't know who I was, you know, and I was a mom, right? But um, I just wasn't sure like what what I was supposed to be doing, what my purpose was. And um one faithful day, I sat down to do bills and we had negative $54 in our checking account. And I don't know why, but that number for me, I was like, I have to change things. I can't live this way anymore. You know, I'm, I, we're just surviving and I, I want to live. I know there's more to life. Before my mom passed away, she would tell me, always have faith and that I was meant for more. So like I knew deep down I was, um, but I was, I was just kind of sitting, you know, I was just kind of surviving. I had been bullied in high school. I still had this kind of um, lower self-esteem, lower confidence in what I could do. Um, but that day hitting that negative 54, I was like, I have to do something. I have to do something. And I felt called to go all in on my side gig, which was making glitter tumblers, um, which is crazy, but it, that's what it was, right? I was making glitter tumblers. I'm really good with my hands. I'm crafty. Um, and so reluctantly I said yes, because I didn't want to be in production. That wasn't something I wanted to do with my life, but I went all in. I started going live on Facebook. My Facebook jumped from zero to 85,000 followers. It was like this crazy situation. 
and I started selling out these tumblers every day. I mean, it was just like a constant thing. And so we went from negative $54 to six figures within a year. And, um, but I was in production. Like I told you, I didn't want to be in production, but I was there. That's what I was doing. It was every day, all the time. And one night I, um, I was showing them how I made them live on Facebook and someone got on and they said, how'd you get started? And I said, I, I wanted to just tell them how I'd done crafts my whole life. Like I said, I'm really crafty. I'm good with my hands. I make things. <laughs> it's what I do. But instead I shared with them that negative $54 story. And I cried on the live and I went to bed. I told my husband, I said, I messed up. No one's going to see me as a professional businesswoman. I totally jacked this up. This is not good. And I was so upset. I really thought I had ruined what I had worked so hard to build, you know? And I woke up the next day to just thousands of more followers. The video had been like shared. It went viral. I had tons of people messaging me, telling me that they loved my story and I inspired them. And how could they do it? And that was like my light bulb moment of like, oh my gosh, I can teach every single woman how I did it, right? I can help them all hit six figures. I'll just step-by-step step show them and I can keep sharing my story. And that moment for me, that was the moment that changed everything. That was the moment that I realized there was always a plan, that I started in production, but I was never meant to stay there, that I was meant to help these women. That turned into... Um, me starting, you know, um, courses <laughs> to show them how I did it and started coaching and I got out of production y'all. I don't ever make tumblers anymore, but I had, um, 35 businesses underneath me. We created a shopping network. I created my own app called the Ashley Faye app. And then a few years ago, I felt called to create a conference that combined business mindset and faith. I was doing podcasts. I was sharing my story. People asked me to speak on stage and I was loving it. And so when I got called to this, to do this conference, I thought I can't do that. No way. Right. Like that can't be me. Um, but I just, I was in this moment of just saying yes though. Like when I'm called, I say yes. So I said yes, not having any idea what I was doing. Um, and so I started Embrace Your Ambition and now we travel with it and, and have that conference and I get to speak and MC all the time. And so it's just been a whirlwind and it all started with negative $54 to tumblers to a shopping network to speak. It's been such a wild ride, but I'm so grateful for every step because I, I've, I've learned how to become a servant leader and, and what it is I'm meant to do on this, on this planet. Nice. Well, we love that idea of, of designing your life and, and obviously you designed it a little bit from desperation. Yeah. And now that you're, now that you're no longer in that desperation and you're teaching others, talk a little bit about the ability as a entrepreneur to design the life that you want and then build a business to support it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, a lot of people will always say, well, how, how do you balance it all? What, what's the, and I'm like, oh, it's, oh, it ain't balanced. <laughs> it, like there's no balance to it. What it is though, is incorporating the business into my family. Like my girls help with everything, right? They know the ins and out of what I do. And I take them places with me and they understand the different seasons of business. There's a season that is so, I have to be so in it, right? Like fourth quarter for product-based businesses with the shopping network that's, 
that's my life. <laughs> that is what I do. But then there's seasons where I just get to be with the family. Over the summer, we camp all the time. I mean, I'm never home. I'm never around. And so what's awesome is, is having something like that, though, that we can make our own our own lives, right? And put it where we need to go. And we understand the seasons of this is when mom has to be here. And this is when we are full on family. And we take these big trips and we do these things. And we really came from a place of negative $54 to being somewhere where we can, we can do things and we can go experience life. And so my kids are just so used to having that like I said, I don't want to say balance because it seems like chaos sometimes, but <laughs> having those seasons where they know, they know like this is job is first here, right? The, the business is first in this season, but you know, we're, we're taking a trip to Disney World or we're taking a trip to Mexico and we're going to do these fun things. And I love getting to teach them. I, one of my favorite things, if you ask any of my kids, I'll say, you guys, what's the secret to business? And they say, you are, you're the secret to the business. You're the secret sauce. And I'm like, I love that I've been able to, to teach them and show them what it's like to, to really go for it, to really try to live, you know, my dream and then to help others do the same. Cause they're, to me, they're growing up with a legacy instilled in them to know, to like go for their dreams, you know, to, to help others do the same and to really put themselves out there and go for what it is they feel called to do. Nice. What did you want to do when you grew uh, as a child when you grew up? It's funny because my <laughs> I grew up whenever I was really young. I was in pageants all the time and I did talent shows. I loved to be on a stage. Loved it. I loved to be on a stage. I loved the spotlight. And my mom would would always tell me, like, you are such a star. And my my teachers would always say the same. And so growing up young, I thought, yo, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be famous. <laughs> Like, I've got this. I'm amazing, right? And then when I got to high school and the girls did not see that in me, it was like everything kind of crashed. You know, I got I got bullied for, for wanting to be on stages. I got bullied for thinking I was going to be famous one day and really, really bullied. And my mom was always there for me and my rock. And so I kind of lost all of that, you know, and I just thought – I'm just going to, I'm going to get a job and I'm just going to do what it is that I'm supposed to do. And I'm going to push this idea in the back of my mind, you know, and, and let it go. And so it's funny when I started doing tumblers, like I told you guys, I didn't want to be in production because I think deep down, I still wanted to be on stages, but I would never allow myself to say that, <laughs> you know, I would never put that out there. Um, and then being on stages has, has been magical. But there was this one, I did a, a TV show thing down in, in Dallas, in Dallas, Texas. And right before we went down there, a few days before, I had like a complete panic attack. And I was like, I can't do this. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. I, you know, and all these things kind of creeped into my head. And I, I told my husband, I was like, I'm not going. <laughs> like, it's not going to happen. I'm not getting on that plane. And the night before, I just remember sitting there thinking, I have to do this. I have to do this for all these women who have who have felt like this, who have felt second best, who have felt like they can't do what it is that their heart truly says they're meant to do. I have to do this. And I got on that stage and it was just, I killed it, y'all. <laughs> it was amazing. And I just felt so in my element. And I just looking back and thinking how long I've put this off 
like what I've truly wanted. I've put off for so long just because I had fear and self-doubt and I let other people's opinions, you know, make me feel a certain way. So I'm so glad I'm there now. But yeah, I've always I've always had a thing for being on stages. People think I'm crazy, but yeah. I think it's a blast. <laughs> so so you talked a little bit about that mindset shift and and use the drive of I need to do this for those women that, that feel this way. Talk a little bit about obviously your own mindset shift, but how you help others take make that shift in their own lives. Yeah, you know, one thing for me, when the business started taking off, I almost felt guilty because I wasn't um, able to volunteer my kids' school and volunteer with my kids' cheerleading and do all these things. And it took a lot for me to realize that me being happy was me being the best mom to them. And so I feel so passionate helping women realize that, yes, our kids are so important, right? They are everything to me. But helping women realize that when we follow our passion, it actually betters our whole family. It's bettered my marriage. It's bettered my children. Like we, we spend more time as a family than what we did before I had it just because I wasn't living in my purpose. And so I truly think that we are, we are here for a reason that we are all so unique and no one can do what you can do the way you can do it. And someone is waiting on you. This is one thing I tell people this all the time because I've had so many women say you created a ripple effect in me. That is like the best compliment I feel like someone can give because that's what I want is to create a ripple effect in women that step up and say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to follow my dream. I'm going to live my purpose. I'm going to shut down that self-doubt, right? And the imposter syndrome, all those things, they still creep in. But helping women to shut that down because someone's waiting on every single one of you to share your story to become who you're meant to be. Like someone's watching you and they need you to do it so that they have permission to do the same. And so I love helping women kind of step into that light and see what they're capable of because I think we're capable of so much more than what we give our credit ourselves credit for, especially if we allow, you know, the kingdom into. But um, for me, that's been such a big part is just realizing what I can do and with with him. Right. And, and, and just being who I am. And so I love helping women to step into the light, realize that their story matters. And that, like I said, someone's waiting on them. Like, I truly feel like we all have a responsibility to do what it is we're called to do because that's how the world changes. That's how the ripple effect happens. Yeah. We, I, I totally resonate with what you're saying as kids, we, we have these dreams and desires and then, um, life takes over. Yeah. We, we take on these roles that society puts us on us and we don't necessarily take advantage and look at who we are. Um, especially I feel as us women, um, being moms yeah. and mothers and, and not focusing on who we are as, as human beings and, and what God did put us on this earth for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A hundred percent. We kind of forget our dreams or we lose them or we just shovel them deep down, right. you know, into our soul because we just feel like we have all these responsibilities and, you know, I was telling, I, I was telling my girls that I coached the other day, cause all of them feel like they're kind of on the struggle bus right now. And I'm like, girl, me too. I, f I feel like I've got a lot of weight on me, but that's just like part of, 
momming, you know, it's, it's like my household would fall if I wasn't here, you know, like I do all the things and we put all this weight and this pressure and this stress on us because we want everyone to be taken care of. You know, we just have that inside of us, but we have to be taken care of too. And we have to live in our purpose because it makes us better. That's like the biggest things I've discovered, like allowing myself to step into the light, to be vulnerable, to let people see all the things <laughs> has changed my life for the better because it's made me better and it's helped me to be a better mom and helped me to be a better wife and a better friend and a better coach and servant leader. 100%. So you mentioned, you mentioned your faith, you mentioned doing, you know, it, with God than rather than without God. So tell us a little bit about how your faith impacts your, your business, how it, how it impacts, um, who you are as a person, who you're, yeah. who you're being. Yeah. I mean, well, what's crazy. I don't know. I just feel very prompted to share this when my mom was very, very sick. Um, I still get emotional. I mean, how could I not? She was my rock, but, um, tw 12 years ago when she was really, really sick, we did a prayer circle around her and it was the first time I'd ever prayed out loud. I'd always known God cause my parents brought me up that way. Um, but I just remember being so afraid to pray out loud. But when I was walking out, this woman that I did not know, <laughs> she stopped me and she said, I just bought this Bible today and God's telling me it's meant to be yours, that you're going to take it and you're going to do huge things with it. And I was like, okay. You know, I'm like, I was young, you know, I was like 21 and I was like, okay, that was, that was crazy. I don't know what she means by that. And I walked out and my mom passed away later that year and I was very angry with God but I had promised her I'd always had faith. And that Bible sat on my, my bedside table for a long time without being opened. And so I finally kind of came to the point where I'm like, I, I have to let my faith back in. The day that I hit negative 54, I prayed and I was like, God, what do you want me to do? You know, where do I go from here? And when I, I feel like that day was the first day I had heard his voice so clearly you know, like go all in. And I was reluctant. And I said no at first. And I I heard him, you know, do you trust me? And I went all in and I picked up that Bible and I started allowing my faith to come back in, even though I was still angry at him. Listen, I still get angry at him every December because that's when my mom passed away. Right. But I allowed that to come in and I started to realize like following those God promptings, those moments that you feel in your heart where he's telling you to do something can make or break you. You know, had I not followed that to that day, that negative 54, I wouldn't be here. And then whenever I was sharing the story of someone asked me how I got started, had I not followed the God prompting to share the negative $54 story, the story would have never been heard. I wouldn't be on stages today. And same way with the event, right? And so I think when he asked me to do the event and I've written books and that's all been from a God prompting. I love his timing. It's always not my timing. <laughs> ever, you know, he's like, write a book. I'm like, what? Now is not the time, but it always is. Um, but when he called me to embrace your ambition, to combine faith, business, and mindset, I thought I can't, I can't do that. But, you know, I said yes, because it was a God prompting because I just knew in my heart that obedience was key to where I have gotten. I wrote a book recently, a chapter in a collaboration book, and the first word says obedience. That's the very first word of the chapter, because if you ask me how I truly got from that point of negative 54 to where I am today, it's it's obedience. It's saying yes to, to the call, um, because I just I could not have done it 
Like, I don't know what made me to say yes that first time, that negative 54, but it changed my world. And so that Bible, it's so cool that she said one day I would change the world with it. It has been on so many stages. It goes everywhere with me. And if it's a Christian event, I hold it up. If not, I set it on the the podium so everybody still gets to see it. And so um, I always say an angel gave it to me. And I hope that she sees that it's been all over this country one day. So and just the magnificent things God can do through, yeah. through you and through listening is we get to be, like you said, we get to be stronger for who we are and our families and our spouses and everybody that we impact. Yeah. You, you know, I think a lot of people, I think this was me for a while too, even I would separate my faith from business. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I never brought my faith into the shopping network for, for a while. And it just for after a while. And I realized like, man, God's doing so much good. I'm going to start sharing it. And so I started sharing it in my business page and I kind of combined everything. And that has just become a whole situation with me. Like people know if they come watch me on a live or, you know, watch one of my women, they're going to get faith too. And that's, I always say God is the CEO and I handed it over to him a long time ago because now that he's the CEO, the pressure's off me. (laughs) Whatever happens is on him. (laughs) He gets to control that. He can take the heat if things don't work out. I don't, there's no pressure here. I'm not the CEO. (laughs) I love that. So, so what's been the impact of being an author? Yeah, it's, it's been cool. I still, it's funny. I'm trying to finish my personal storybook. And every time I get, I sit down and, and work on it for a while, feelings about my mom start to come back up and I kind of put it off a little bit and everybody's like, when are you finishing it? (laughs) I'm like, I'm trying. Um, but the other books have been amazing. I have a devotional out because of, of God and business. And it's all about putting God into your business and a purpose journal that goes along with it. And then I've got two collaboration books where I've shared my story, some in that, you know? Um, so I hope my, personal storybook will come out very soon. (laughs) But um, I do love helping other people with the collaboration books become best-selling authors that way too. Because like I said earlier, I think everybody has such a unique story and no one can share it or, or tell it or do it the way that you can. And it all deserves to be heard. So it's, it's been really fun. We just put out our second collaboration book. Um, I tried to, the women I coach, I try to help them write a collaboration book and then, you know, we publish it and make them best-selling authors. And we're two for two on number one best-selling authors right now for the collaboration book. So it's been fun. It's been really nice. great. We will be right back after this short break. Are you an entrepreneur who started their business with purpose and passion only to lose sight of it amidst the daily grind? We understand how frustrating that can be. That's why we're offering free strategy calls to help you gain clarity on the barriers holding you back from achieving your dreams. In just 30 minutes, our experienced coaches will work with you to identify obstacles and develop strategies for overcoming them. There's no commitment or pressure, just a chance to get some assistance and clarity you need. Scheduling is easy. Simply visit smilingcall.com and select a time that works for you. Let's jump on a call and build your business together. It's time for you to add value and achieve your full potential as an entrepreneur. Welcome back. Let's get back to more greatness. Let's talk a little bit about values. And, and I, I want to get to routine, but one of the, the values in, in faith, at least for us, is, is gratitude and, and the power of gratitude in 
in just our own personal journey, but as a daily practice, how has gratitude served you and, and your business? Yeah. You know, there's a big old note on my refrigerator for all of our family. And it says, make every thought thankful, Mm. every thought, whether it's fear, whether you're having, you know, thoughts about money or, or self-esteem or you're being worried or anxious. We have that written on our fridge and we just constantly remind each other. And that note reminds us no matter what the thought, there's something in there to be grateful for. You know, I have had I've made a lot of mistakes and letting go of the shopping network was one of the most, one of the hardest things that I've done, but I was following my heart. But I look back and I can get into this moment of if I'd done this or if I'd done this and, and feel all of these kind of emotions. Right. But if I can take a moment and just look at it from a different, a different lens. Right. And, and say, you know, I'm so thankful that this happened because this is what I learned from it. And this is how I've grown from it. I know I wouldn't be the servant leader I am today if all these things wouldn't happen. There's a quote, I I don't know how it goes, but it always pops into my head when I'm thinking of gratitude and how can I make this thought thankful? But it says, stop seeing God through the lens of your circumstances and start seeing your circumstances through the lens of God or through the love of God, I think is what. And I'm like, that's so good because there's just, there's always a plan. I mean, you can hear from my story. It didn't make sense at all (laughs) to start from tumblers and go into speaking and emceeing and event hosting, but it makes faith. And, um, I'm just thankful for every single step of the journey. And like I said, the, the note literally says make every thought grateful. (laughs) And so every thought that happens in this house, we find a way to be thankful for whatever it is. And that just makes such a difference for your day and and your perspective as you go through everything that happens. Absolutely. So what about routines? What do you do regularly? Yeah. I mean, I have, I have such a morning routine that if I miss it, it's like, I don't know what to do with myself. (laughs) So I wake up, I wake up at five before my family gets up. So I have time to myself. And of course I, I pray first and ask God what it is, what is it that you want me to do today? Um, make sure that I have that in my schedule. Cause I know as entrepreneurs, we can get super carried away in what we think we need to do. Right. And we forget that it's not our agenda. It's his. Um, so I pray first and then, um, I do a devotional and I read, I've read every Mark Batterson book there is. He's my favorite author, but I like uh, TD Jakes and so many others as well. Um, so I read something of substance, you know, some kind of faith, or mindset or business book, something that's going to really um, help my brain power, <laughs> you know? Um, so I read every morning and then I do my purpose journal, mm-hmm. which is I write three things that I'm grateful for. I write the call that God has placed on my heart. I write down my why, why do I want this? My to-do list, my 10 goals and a prayer. So that all happens in the purpose journal. That's actually why I created it because I was doing those things every morning in a notebook And I felt one day he was like, why don't you just make it into a journal? And I was like, yeah, that (laughs) I should do that. (laughs) So really the journal has been one of my favorite things I've produced just because I have so many people like, it's so monotonous, you know, there's not every day that I wake up and I'm like, yay, let me go write my 10 goals that are the same that I wrote yesterday. Um, But writing them, it does something to your brain and 
seeing it in writing, right? It does, it's like scientifically proven to help you accomplish them. And so to look back on all the goals that I've accomplished, but also all the prayers that have been answered that I have written along the way is amazing. It's, it's been such a, a journey. It's incredible. And just reminds me, you, t- you were talking about God being the CEO and he gets to take this, the stress off of you, but mm-hmm. also when you're starting your day and you let him tell you what is the important things and yes. they go together and um, it's not necessarily obvious or simple, but it right. is so very helpful to allow That's that. So true. Yeah. After I do all, all my routine, I finally wake my kids up. I get them ready for school, send them off. And then I eat the frog first. So I do the hardest thing first thing in the morning. That's, that's like one of those important things that no one wants to do. (laughs) Not even me. I hate it. Um, But whatever's the hardest thing on that to-do list that you wrote down, right? Whatever's the thing that you are like, I do not want to do that. Just do it. Just like very first thing. And then everything else just kind of falls into place. And it makes the day so much easier. You start off being very productive. Yes. I'm yeah. a morning person though. So like in the mornings, I'm all hyped up. And like, if you see me in the evenings, like I'm, I'm in bed reading by nine and asleep by 10. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I can't do evening stuff. Yeah. We, uh, we were at a networking event and the two of the girls were getting ready to, to leave there to go to something else. I'm like, Oh, it's already past my bedtime. Like right. <laughs> there's no, there's no next level or there's no after party for, yeah. <laughs> for these. I, I can't do events. it. <laughs> <laughs> what inspires you, Ashley? Oh my gosh. I mean, when I look at my girls, I, I tell them the story of Mr. Jones. They all know the story of Mr. Jones and how he got to heaven and, he didn't accomplish the things he was set out to. And so I look at them and I tell people, I want to leave an inheritance for them. Absolutely. But more so, I want to leave a legacy inside of them to know that they can go after their dreams, to know that they have everything inside of them with the help of God, they can do what they were created to do. And I want to make my mom proud and see I'm getting emotional because she was my rock and she truly believed I had something in me and I was meant for more. So I'm inspired knowing that I'm keeping her legacy alive and showing that Bible to people all over this country, hopefully world one day. Um, and just creating that legacy in the girls too, that's going to live on. I love what embrace your ambition is and, and seeing people kind of have those aha moments, you know, those breakthroughs of like, wow, if she did this, I can do this. If God did it for her, he could do it for me. And, and, and just that is so inspiring. Just that, feeling you get when watching someone just light up that way. (laughs) So speaking of legacy, how has building your business to this level allowed you to give back and and contribute? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, we, we tithe. That's always been a thing. I've always believed in that one day. I want to be like JC Penny and tithe 90% of my money and, and keep 10. I think that's just the coolest thing ever. Um, But one of our biggest goals as a family Um, You know, we help out with the church a lot and stuff, and and we love doing that. But one of our biggest goals is to create family mission trips. We want to take family mission trips with Embrace Your Ambition. Um, We're hoping to do one this year. We're hoping that we get to do one this year, but we're looking at next year. It's a little more feasible um, because we want to take other families with us. But I've just always, I've always, always been 
someone who I'm like, I want to be a full-time missionary. Like I would totally do that <laughs> as long as my family can do it with me. And so it's just always been in my heart to do mission trips. But I want to, I want to take the girls. Like I want the girls to help. I want the girls to be part of it. And so that's something we've um, really been working on and looking into how to, how does this happen? We have a place in Mexico that um, we know the owners. So Mexico, you know, is a pretty easy first step for Embracer Ambition to do mission trips. Um, but yeah, one thing that I want so badly is, like I said, EYA mission trips, family mission trips, um, but also to take EYA all over the, the country and to do our event one day and then the next day serve the local community. That is just how I want to wrap things up with my nice little pretty bow is event one day, community one day, and just make sure that we are serving people. I just, I want to, I want to make an impact. I, I want to create a ripple effect. I want to leave an impact in this world and, and make it a better place. Yeah. The, I mean, from experience, I can say sharing that with your kids is just, uh, you, you can't express the value in that. It's having your kids see the country and the world that as mm -hmm. it is um, yeah. through God's eyes. Well, and we should check because I spent 10 years helping arrange mission trips and taking teams all around the world. So <laughs> we um, should chat. Definitely, definitely can help help make that happen. And obviously we were blessed to be full-time missionaries for 10 years in, in Colombia. Uh, see that I would love to do that. I probably drive my husband crazy because we have a beautiful house and we live in a beautiful community. And I, I, I am appreciative of that. And I'm so grateful, but all the time I'm like, so when can we be traveling missionaries? Like, when does this get to happen? Cause like, yeah. I'm there, I'm ready. Like, let's go, let's do this. That's when I feel like I'm like most energetic, you know, like you're going and you're doing all this work, but like you feel so alive. Like, that is what I would just love to do with my kids and my husband. So, well, and I'll tell you that our biggest, our biggest weakness or, or the, the piece that impacted me the most is that I could help people come to Christ, mm -hmm. but their lives didn't change. Yeah. And the reason I do what I do today as an entrepreneur coach and, and transformation coach is because I see the power of entrepreneurship. I see the power of business development coming right alongside that faith transition. So mm -hmm. not only can we introduce somebody to Jesus, but then we can say, look, with these tools of personal empowerment and business development, you can create the life that you need. And entrepreneurship yes. is really the place where transformation can happen that that changes lives from negative $54 to impact. <laughs> and, yes. and that's what I want to take back to South America. I want to take back to Africa and, and, and take to other places to help people be empowered and and have the freedom that entrepreneurship can can really create yes i love that because like i said earlier i think i was separating business and faith but if you're willing to combine them y'all that's the key <laughs> that's the secret that i mean that it Talk changed everything yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it just changed everything for me well and and i think that that was the piece that that really felt like if anything in our mission work failed, it was, it was sure they love Jesus and they have a relationship with Jesus and they're going to church and they're baptized and, and, and their lives are different, mm -hmm. but not significantly, not right. the impact that entrepreneurship can have, not the impact that having the freedom of owning their own business can have. That's the transformation that, that I want to be able to, 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 to today recognize and say, Oh, look, this, 
this takes it to another level. And yeah. I just didn't have the skill set then that I have today. And so I look forward to to applying that skill set, like you said, combining the faith and the business in and mindset. And and those are the three keys to to really creating life transformation. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's like exactly why I created EYA because there were so many conferences out there. I love going to conferences. I mean, <laughs> I will go to a conference every week, right? But there was business, there was mindset, or and there was faith. And I'm, I'm like, okay, what if I put them all three together? Because really, you need all three. I, I do think that to level up in one area of your life, to level up in business, you need to level up spiritually. You mm -hmm. need to level up mentally. You need to level up physically. I mean, it all goes together to get to that true next level. Yeah. And don't, and don't compartmentalize them. Don't separate right. them. Right. Doing it together so that they, I mean, the, the, what are the words for the wedding? The cord of three strands is not easily broken. When you're putting it all together, it's a lot stronger. Right. Um, yeah. So you talked about your mom being your rock. So I'm going to ask mm -hmm. you about mentors and how mentors have helped you over the years. Yeah. I mean, obviously my mom, she had such a light about her. You know, she was the woman, like when she walked into the room, everybody was drawn to. And I didn't see that I, I had that, you know, it took me a long time to be like, oh, I'm capable of what she, <laughs> what she was. I can keep her legacy alive. So obviously she has been such a mentor to me and my grandmother, same way, you know, it was just kind of passed on. Um, I think my mom would have been an amazing speaker and MC, <laughs> but we never got to that point. But um, so yeah, she's obviously a mentor. And then Jennifer Allwood. She is just, I just think she is just the bee's knees. I, she is one of the people who, when I started my business, I was looking kind of for business coaching and I stumbled across her and she would talk about her faith periodically. And I was in that was kind of one of those things where I was like, I can talk about my faith and my story. And, and so, you know, she's just been such a mentor and I finally like, I find like, I'm like, I'm finally, like I was trying, but I, um, I had followed her for years and took all of her courses. And then we ended up being on two stages together and she asked me to be on her podcast. And it was just like, I was probably like a rambling idiot on the podcast because I was like blown away that all of it was happening, you know, but now it's like crazy to look back as like, she was a mentor and I actually put one of my goals in my purpose journal was to speak on stage with Jennifer Allwood and that happened. And then I got to be on her podcast and I was like, this is wild, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, incredible, incredible woman though. Nice. So with all the business success that you have, what's your biggest challenge? Oh man. Biggest challenge. I think I'm impatient. I told you guys that, you know, what I envision for EYA is constant travel and, whether it's missions or whether it's doing the event and then doing community service. And um, even when, when God showed me that years ago, it was never just a one and, you know, like once a year conference, it was always a traveling conference. That's what he showed me, but um, we're just not there yet. And that is, that is like one of those, like I understand why we're not there. And I understand that I have more to learn and that he can't just hand it to me that easily, or I will fall apart that there's a process to this, but I'm still so impatient and I want it now. Cause I just, I know, um, it's needed. Um, so that's been a challenge of, cause I do, I have a business partner and he's a little more, you know, chill than I am. 
<laughs> you know, like, I'm like, I want it. I just want to do it so bad because I just feel, you know, being there and being on stage and doing all that, I feel so alive. And so it's hard not to just want it right now, even though I understand the process. So like one of my biggest challenges is just being patient and reminding myself that it's his time and that it will come. He always has shown up, you know, and showed off and done what has needed to be done. Um, but if, if I had it my way, I'd already be traveling every single weekend <laughs> pouring into people and, and doing mission trips. And there's the little one. Hi, Kennedy. <laughs> she said, hi. Hi. Mama <laughs> came to keep holding me. Okay, give me, give me 10 more minutes and I'll be in there with you. Adorable. Yeah, you can see her little red. Her eyes are so red. Oh, it's like, I don't know what just makes me so sad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're good. What do you love to do in your free time? Oh, travel. I mean, <laughs> I, like I said, I would travel. I love experiences. We, even at Christmas, we don't really do a lot of gifts. We, we go on an experience. Um, and so I just, I love to travel. We love camping. I love the feeling of getting up in the mountains and not having cell service and just having to be a family. <laughs> just, just deal with me talking ladies. Like, come on girls, you got to hear mom. But, um, yeah, we, we camp, we hike, we love whitewater rafting. We love climbing. My husband's a survival training expert. And so, um, he teaches us those things. <laughs> so yeah, we just, we love being outdoors and traveling and seeing new things and doing new things all the time. Well, obviously your daughter's there with you and, 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 <laughs> and the blessing of, of being an entrepreneur and being able to, to, to stay home and take care of her. What other blessings are there of, you know, raising a family while running your own business? Yeah. I mean, we're in the process of, of getting my husband, his own business too, so that we can truly travel and, and do what we want to do. I mean, there's, it is really nice being able to, you know, we went to Mexico for Christmas and being able to go down there and, and still have my computer and do what I needed to do you know, while we were there and kind of just have that. And so it's, it's really been such a blessing. I can't wait till my husband's is at the same, same <laughs> level. So we can truly just do all the things, but, um, his is at a point now where, you know, we, we do get a lot of time off, which has been really great. And, you know, one thing, whenever I hit the negative 54 and I was praying and I said, God, I don't, I don't want a full-time job. And that might sound awful. Cause I know my family needs it, but my husband's special forces, he was gone all the time at that point. And I thought, I want, I want to pick up my kids. I want to take my kids to school and they're already down one parent, you know? And so it's been such a blessing. And there are days that I totally complain about being lonely and I shouldn't because <laughs> it's been great to be able to be home with them. And I pick them up every day after school. And I mean, that's just a blast. The school's just, over there. So sometimes I walk to get them and it's, it's just been nice, you know, like being, being home with them and picking them up and, and taking them to school and, and traveling all the time. I want to travel so much more than what we're traveling. So it's hard to say like we travel all the time because I want to be traveling all the time. Um, <laughs> I tried to convince my husband. I was like, actually, I have him convinced. I have this plan. You know, I told you EYA to take it to these different places to serve the communities and then to do the events. Um, 
to just get an RV and just travel the United States with it. And he's like, I'm in, if you get it sponsored, I'm there. So like, I'm like, okay, you said it buddy. Cause like, <laughs> I know what I'm capable of. <laughs> so, so that's like my new venture is like, okay, like let's make this a reality. Um, but, we know, uh, you know things take time. <laughs> one of one of our one of our recent guests called themselves professionally homeless, and so I basically they 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 don't they don't stay at home. They they're traveling from city to city, doing conferences and events, and and taking care of their clients from from whatever Airbnb they happen to be in. Yeah, they actually yeah, like to I do resorts, so they're not even cooking. Yeah, that's <laughs> the resort awesome. take care of you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be so fun, but it goes back to the, don't be impatient, Ashley. Right. It's all, it's all his time. And, you know, I'm trying to put pieces together and hopefully he says, okay, now is the, now you're ready, but we're you waiting. Do your out. job and he'll do his job. Exactly. So, so you talked about, you know what you're capable of, but let's talk about the, the power of a dream in mm. bringing something to fruition and creating something out of nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. I remember, you know, I talked to God in the shower. I always tell people that I'm like, I talked to God in the shower because I think it's the only time, not the only time I talked to him in the mornings, but, um, my mind is truly turned off, you know, and I can actually hear what's going on. And I asked him, I said, God, I have this big dream. Like you've shown me what this looks like. It's the constant travel. It's the community serving. It's the mission trips. Like, I, how can I do this? Are you sure I can do this? And he said, you can't, but I can. And I have held on to that. I have held on to that. And my dream has like gotten bigger and bigger because as I kind of step into it and I start to see things moving and I start to realize like, he does have this. <laughs> he really does. And it's crazy. I like to tell people, I always wear a shirt. This is chosen. Um, at least at some point during the event, whether it's on stage or whatever it is, I always wear a shirt that says chosen because I realized that many are called and few are chosen. And it finally hit me what that meant. Like everyone is called to something. Everyone has a dream and that dream is what you're meant to be doing. But very, very, very few people will say yes to it. Hmm. Very few people have the courage to say, I'm going to go for this, whatever that looks like whatever, you know, God is wanting me to do, I'm going to go for this. And so I always wear a shirt that says chosen because I stepped into that. I decided to go for my dream. I like to tell people that I try not to focus on the how of everything. You know, I try to focus on this is what I was told to do and this is why I'm doing it. And God will handle the how and nice. step by step. He has, he has shown the way step by step. Uh, we have a friend that likes to say dream big enough that you can fit other people's dreams in it. That's good. I love that. Yes. All right. So we end every episode with our guests sharing their words of wisdom. Ashley, what would you share? Oh my gosh. I truly, truly believe, like I just said, that we're all called. We are all on this earth for a purpose that we have something inside of us and God is just waiting for you. He's waiting for you to say yes. And so is someone else because your dream, it, it's not about the haters. It's not about those people who have opinions of you. Their opinions are none of your business anyway, right? Your dream's not even about you. It's about what God made you to do. You're here for a purpose. You're in this time for a reason. And it's your time. It's your time to step into the light, create the ripple effect and go for it. 
Well, thank you so much. Uh, I needed to hear a lot of this and I'm sure our listeners did too. So thank you for your time today, Ashley. Oh, thank you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode brought to you by the power of intentional decisions that lead to massive action. Those aren't just buzzwords. They're qualities that can help you take control of your life and build a successful business. To support you on this journey, we're offering you our most popular survey to help you establish a baseline. Visit enjoybizlife.com to check it out and take the first steps towards changing your life and business. We often make things more complicated than they need to be, losing sight of what's truly important. This tool will help you refocus on what matters most so that you can start doing the things you've always wanted to do, like spending quality time with loved ones. And if you enjoyed this episode, please show us some love by liking, subscribing, or leaving a review. But most importantly, share it with someone who needs to hear it. In our next episode, media and YouTube expert Fei Wu joins Robert on the show, talking about the power of storytelling and creating good content. She shares how she's using AI technology to empower creators to make their content available in multiple formats quickly with keywords, text, and accompanying video. Fei is helping the small business content creators show up big in the media world.